Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. St. Louis can be a hard town for people who didn't grow up here. If you don't have a good answer to the question about where you went to high school, you can feel like you're out of the loop. And if everyone already has a group they knew from grade school, how are you going to find your squad? As a boomerang who moved back to her native St. Louis after years in Boston, Jessica Sacconi knew that frustration. But rather than complain, she did something about it. With a few friends, she founded a nonprofit called St. Louis Startup Ambassadors. The organization specifically targets the entrepreneur who are settling in St. Louis, a growing cohort that could have an outsized impact on the city's future. Joining me in studio to talk about it is Jessica Sacconi. She's one of the founders of St. Louis Startup Ambassadors. Jessica, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Whether you're a boomerang or a transplant, what helped you find your way in St. Louis? Give us a call at 314-382-8255. That's 382-TALK. Or you can send us a tweet at STL on air or email us at talk at stlpublicradio.org. Now, Jessica, you're a St. Louis native, mm-hmm. and you've named this outreach organization the St. Louis Startup Ambassadors. Mm-hmm. Is St. Louis really such a foreign country that we need ambassadors <laughs> to guide newcomers? Well, I think so. I mean, there's so much to the city that I think people that are here for the first time or coming back don't realize or opportunities that are there, um, places they can go, free fun events, um, people they can meet. So it can feel a little foreign, um, even for somebody like myself who's coming back after years gone, as you mentioned, um, you just never know what's out there. And there is just there's so much that 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 we have to offer here. So, yeah. so as an ambassador mm-hmm. for all that stuff, um, how do you connect people to the stuff that you want them to see or to, to meet in St. Louis? Um, so a variety of things. So in our group, we kind of focus on uh, about a three pronged approach to um, um, guiding people into St. Louis and, and making those connections not only to each other, but to the city. So through educational opportunities, through social activities, and through service. So um, we do uh, the educational piece, kind of like panels and things like that over, usually at CIC. And then we sorry, do- Sorry, what's yeah. CIC? CIC, sorry. Um, the Center for Innov- uh, Cambridge Innovation Center. Yeah. Ah, in the Cortex yeah, area. Yeah, Cortex area. Gotcha. <laughs> Speaking the lingo, sorry. Um, and <laughs> so I need a translator I know, for this right? ambassador. Too, too many um, an acronyms. But um, yeah, and then the uh, social piece is really about um, taking people to different events and having some events ourselves. So we kind of tack on to things like the Whitaker Festival at Mobot and bring people there and, and try to kind of create some um, connections there, um, authentic connections, things that are just natural. And then and outside of that cortex area, the real, um, the crux of it. And then also service. So we, we believe that making a true connection with the city is also um, by giving back. Um, and I work for, also work for um, St. Louis University. So that's a big part of our mission there too. Um, so we do different service activities about quarterly um, at places like Forest Park or um, at the American Cancer Society. And it's a really great play- way to meet and talk to people and have connections and conversations that you wouldn't normally have because you're kind of stuck doing some really great activities um, and you're giving back to. So you have you develop that connection. So there's these three different components. Mm-hmm. And then you're inviting pretty much anybody mm-hmm. who is, uh, who's new to town and, mm-hmm. and who's in the tech space or in yeah, the startup yeah. space? Yeah, so I mean, I mean, aside from this, 
I'm not and I don't have any like real tech expertise and I'm you know I work in communication so um, it's really about j- not just the startups and the people in that ecosystem but people that um, want to be supportive to th- those people as well so what my colleague um, at uh, SLU likes to call uh, fangirls we're fangirls of startups um, <laughs> I just think everything that they do and what they do for our, our um, economy in St. Louis is really wonderful um, in any way that we can be supportive of them. So really, it's open to anyone, um, honestly. So on that note, uh, we're joined by somebody who has been a part of this group, and that is Samantha Rudolph, who's the founder of Babyation. Sam, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. So Sam, you moved back to St. Louis after years on the East Coast. Tell us a little bit about your journey to, to get to this point. Sure. So... You know, I because I'm from St. Louis, I kind of had the bias of growing up here combined with the bias of living on the East Coast. So, you know, poor St. <laughs> That's Louis. That's a lot of bias. There, there was a lot of bias, and I, I actually feel terribly for whoever sat behind us on our first flight to come pitch to um, move to St. Louis for an arch grant. Uh, we couldn't have been more snobby, my husband and I. It, it was it was embarrassing, truly. <laughs> and so we, we, we got here and we pitched for the opportunity to relocate to St. Louis. For those of you who don't know, um, Arch Grants provides $50,000 in a grant if you relocate your business to St. Louis for at least one year. And it's incredibly competitive. There are people from all around the world. And we, again thought of course we're you know we went to an ivy league school we've been living in connecticut of all places you know what could st louis have to offer us and so we got on this airplane and we pitched and you know going back to LaGuardia airport we couldn't have been more different and we were really just biting our nails i hope we're good enough to get in oh my gosh we meet so many amazing people um, so that that's kind of how St. Louis pulled me back. We we never intended to to live here. And so that first weekend or the period of time that you were here pitching, was it the people that you were excited about, or was it that you were seeing a side of St. Louis you hadn't seen when you were here as a kid? All of the above. Um, some of the people were just fantastic. They were smart. They were from all over the country, all over the world. Um, and you combine it with the fact that I grew up in Chesterfield. You know we going quote-unquote downtown to, for us was going to a baseball game, maybe going to dinner. That, that was the extent of my time really past the Interbelt. Mm-hmm. Um, so to see downtown St. Louis and to see T-Rex and to see this whole other side of the city that I thought I knew, you know, I needed a, an ambassador and I spent 18 years of my life here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of amazing that this was a city that I bet you thought you knew and in just being here for a couple of days, you realized you didn't. Now, it was the one-year thing. You did win the Arch Grant, yes. spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> they let us come back. So then you moved to St. Louis, but you've now been here much more than one year. We're coming up on four. So when you first moved, did you think, yeah, we'll try this for a year? Or did you know that you wanted to more permanently settle here? Oh, absolutely. We tried it for a year. I think I still haven't updated my LinkedIn profile outside of greater New York City area. I mean, we, <laughs> we, we, we went in with the mentality that this was a year. We were going to see what happened. We were open to it being longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were not prepared to make any promises past the contract that we signed. Now, we talked to Anthony Bartlett, who founded the organization St. Louis Transplants, and we talked to him about the common perception that St. Louis can be difficult for, for newcomers. Here's what he had to say. I think that, that, that people need to have a look at what the difference is between moving to a city like St. Louis that is comprised of mostly natives versus moving to a city and other markets that they've lived in that are comprised of mostly transplants. So I think it's something like 69 or 70 percent of our population are made up of people who are from here uh, versus let's say they move to a Denver or an Austin or an Atlanta 
or Brooklyn, they're going to be in an environment where where almost everybody is is like them. They're going to be like they're going to be trans fellow transplants. So um, the social piece of integrating and integrating into St. Louis is a very big difference that they notice right away. Uh, the St. Louisans are very, very friendly, but how in other markets they are able to adapt socially very, very quickly. For example, when they move to a Denver or an Austin, they have invitations to dinner parties right away. Um, when they go out to a restaurant, they wouldn't be the only diners eating alone. And so those people meet one another, integrate and follow up very, very quickly and very, very differently than a city like St. Louis. That's Anthony Bartlett, who founded St. Louis Transplants, and talking about the idea that because we have fewer transplants here, that it's not always as, as quick and as easy to make connections. Sam Rudolph, was that the case for you? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, when I left at 18, I had no intention of coming back, and because of that, I really didn't stay in touch with any of the people I went to high school with. So in a lot of ways, it was moving to a brand new city where I happened to know the geographic layout. And it took us a few years until we were really, we, we really felt comfortable and could see a future here beyond of, oh, I'd like my son to go to this school or that school, and these are the two people that we know. You know, it, it took a, a while for us to really feel that we were part of the community. Jessica Sacconi, mm-hmm. what about you? I mean, having lived in Boston, mm-hmm. which obviously has a lot of transplants mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. and then you come back to here, do you think it was harder to make those initial friendships? Um, yes and no. I mean, I do have a, a good, solid foundation of, of friends that I grew up with that I'm still in touch with. But, you know, as, as he kind of, Anthony Bartlett kind of mentioned, a lot of people still kind of move on and, and continue those <clears throat> relationships. But... When you're away for so long, you've missed, a, even if you stay in touch and, and as much as you can, your life goes on, whatnot. Um, so I think I, I like to say that it was almost easier, and he might disagree, for my husband to move here, back here for the first time because he's from Massachusetts than it was for me to come back because for me it was so much different, um, like Sam said, to come back and just kind of be in a place where, I mean, I lived in the same little part of Creepcore my entire life um, growing up, which is great. Um, but, you know, just learning new pathways and learning what's kind of cool and where do people go and not the same, you know, places along um, Lindell. Those places are all closed now. Or Laclede, sorry. Um, so you felt kind <laughs> of like a transplant, yeah. and yet maybe you didn't get that warm welcome right. that a transplant yeah. would get. Not yeah. that people weren't mm-hmm. friendly, no, no, but right. they didn't realize that you needed help. Mm-hmm. 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 I think, yeah. And I think for him, it was ever, people were, he met people, he's, you know, done music and stuff like that, that has helped him kind of meet some new people. But um and he's a he's a true transplant. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, I just consider myself like a little bit of a boomerang, though. I feel now I've I've fully adjusted to. You've been back long back enough. Back to St. Louis. Our producer Evie Hemphill talked to Pravina Pindoria, who's the co-founder of Talify, a workflow application. She came to St. Louis after winning an arts grant, just like Sam Rudolph, um, and she said she wished that St. Louis startup ambassadors had been around um, at the very beginning. She's since gotten to to know them, and here's what she had to say about that. They're a friendly brunch. I, I wish something like that had started really early on. Uh, when Amit and I, my husband, who was also my co-founder, first arrived here, um, we didn't know anything about, you know, the best places to live or um, to eat or about health insurance. Um, and um, we were connected with a few people that were trying to form something like this to help people from outside of the U.S. settle in and um, 
uh, yeah, that kind of support um, was really helpful. We got connected with some people through Arch Grants. But yeah, uh, the Startup Ambassador Program, I think, is awesome for um, transplants from other states and, and from abroad as well. That's Praveena Pindoria talking about how it was helpful to meet people through the Ambassadors Group. Sam Rudolph, what's been the best thing about the group for you? For me, it, it, it's almost kind of been able to mark the amount of time I've been here. You know, the first time you see someone, you're like, oh, I, I sort of remember, you know, oh, Jessica, you work at SLU, you know, I know you. And then it was, oh, you have kids the same age as my kid. You know, let's talk about our kids. And, and the more and more you see someone, the more you feel like part of a community. So it went from kind of a, you know an interaction, a business meeting almost, mm-hmm. to, to almost feeling like family. Like, oh, I haven't seen you in a while. Let's catch up. And that's been really nice. And that's been able, uh, that's just been helpful as I kind of look back on the almost four years I've been here to say, wow, I, I really have become part of this family, part of this community. Mm-hmm. That you've made a community mm-hmm. for yourself. That's Samantha Rudolph, who is one of the co-founders of Babyation. We're also talking to Jessica Sacconi of the St. Louis Startup Ambassadors. We need to take a quick break, but we'll be back shortly to continue this conversation. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU. And now back to our conversation with the St. Louis Startup Ambassadors. Do you think it's hard to make friends in St. Louis? If you're a transplant, what helped you find your way? Give us a call at 314-382-8255. That's 382-TALK. Or you can send a tweet at STL on air or email us at talk at stlpublicradio.org. And we are getting some callers, which is awesome. We're going to go to the phone lines in just a moment. But first, Jessica Sacconi, there's so much attention given here to the high school question. Sure. Do you think that hurts the region's attempts to build a startup scene? I thought you were going to ask me. <laughs> Jessica, where did you go to high school? School. Eric's Hall, <laughs> same as Jenna Fisher. Um, sometimes, yes. I mean, because I think when you're growing up here, the high school question is a question of when you get that answer, you're already kind of putting people in buckets. And I think that can silo us in ways that uh, is not necessary, really. I mean, a lot of people out of high school, while it is very formative, and I think my high school did a great job. Um, I don't think it's the only thing about us, especially as we grow. Um, and I think it can it can be a little harmful sometimes. And especially if you're not from here, you're like, I don't. What do you mean? Say, so, uh, Rudolph, what do you think about that? Is it a problem? You know, it's funny. When I lived on the East Coast and I would occasionally see someone from St. Louis, it was almost comforting because it was kind of a taste of home. Mm-hmm. But being back here, yeah, I, I think that it's it's probably the wrong narrative for this for the city. So let's go to the phone lines. Um, we've got Tom calling from Afton. Tom, hi. You're on St. Louis on the air. Hi, and uh, I called about uh, being a transplant and a tip for transplanting, but real quick, um, that high school question, I think if you're my age, like 50 and older, it's a lot more about finding connections because people often didn't go to high school in the district they lived in. Mm -hmm. And so when I look at my parents and my generation, we're just asking uh, where you went to high school because maybe my neighbor or my cousin went to school with you and it's it's just so much maybe younger people do the siloing thing but um if you want to look at it positively you think well maybe we know some of the same people it's just about connecting that's uh, a really good tip, point tom yeah thanks and my tip was that uh for a while i was pursuing an academic career and i had to move around a lot the easiest cities th- that i moved to were tucson and new york city because there were so many other transplants and the roughest were Minneapolis and Boston. Um, those were really hard places to feel connected. And what I learned in Minneapolis was to look for other transplants, especially those who had transitioned well, and start there. Because um, 
it seemed like native Minnesotans just didn't know what to do with somebody who wasn't from there. Hmm. And I listened to Prairie Home Companion, and I learned about hockey, and I still just didn't fit (laughs) until I I made a conscious choice to um, develop my friendships with the other transplants that I knew, and that worked out really well. Tom, thank you for that call. I really appreciate that. And I think having myself moved to several different cities, I think that's really good advice. Um, Sam Rudolph, I see you nodding your head as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I think that if you can find someone who's transitioned well, they can be your Sherpa, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We also talked to Anthony Bartlett of St. Louis Transplants. He talked to our producer about what helps newcomers be happy and find their place in in a city. Let's give that a listen. Almost every successful transplant uh, will usually have a similar story in that right after they got here, somebody adopted them and invited them in and to help them sort of navigate the navigate the city. Um, and what what they find is if they have somebody to open doors and to help them acclimate, that process can 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 go very easily or, or go a lot better. That's Anthony Bartlett of St. Louis Transplants. Jessica Sacconi, as a native, do you feel like um, you have a duty to, to be that person, to yeah. adopt a newcomer? Uh, well, absolutely. I mean... That's what she's I, done with this group. Right. <laughs> she's the one doing her duty here. Um, yeah, and I think that, you know, St. Louis is so wonderful, and we have a lot of stories to tell, and we have a lot of wonderful, great things. And I think we are, we kind of don't get the rep that we deserve sometimes here, and I think the perspective of being somewhere else and coming back makes you realize that even more. Because um, I think I, when I was not when I was in Boston, I was I felt like I was defending my Midwesternness, and people would constantly be like, "Oh, St. Louis is that in the South?" Like, "Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> come on, Boston, right?" right? Um, <laughs> and I think that you know, being back here, I find I do feel like I have a responsibility to kind of steward people into that love that I are that I have, you know, and that a lot of people do as well. Um, we heard on Twitter from somebody named Memphis Expat who writes, I wish the St. Louis Startup Ambassadors had existed when I moved here almost 19 years ago. What helped me the most was, number one, saying yes to every invitation to do something, mm-hmm. and two, dating and then meeting friends through those people, and then other people through those people. So kind of a grapevine effect there. Um, let's go back to the phone lines. We've got a call from uh, Ben calling from Webster. Um, ben, hi, you're on St. Louis on the Air. Hi, thank you. I was just saying that I moved away from St. Louis, even though I was born and bred in St. Louis in 95, so in my mid-20s, moved to Michigan for a job, came back four years later. In my opinion, my perspective changed dramatically from when I left to when I came back. How so? Um, Well, when I left, I felt like I had sort of been everywhere and done everything in St. Louis, and I just felt it was sort of a lame city, and, and there wasn't much more to offer me. Sort of like the feeling you get when you graduate high school or something like that. It's time to move on. And then when I moved back, I was, you know, early 30s, and I started recognizing all that I had to offer um, from the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra to the museums to the hospitals to the school system and everything else. I'm like, holy cow, this is a really great place. It's certainly a great place to raise a family, and even if you're not at that point in your life, it's a great place to live. So it's an interesting change in kind of how I saw things. Yeah, being away maybe can can help you appreciate your hometown a bit more. Ben, thank you so much for that call. Thank you. 
Um, so we actually, um, Pravina Pandoria, who our producer talked to, she says the only challenge she's experienced in, in being here, um, she's originally from Great Britain, is that she thinks St. Louis could do better in terms of having more options for vegetarians. Um, otherwise, however, here's what she had to say. Everything is so much more accessible and available. You know, you don't have to wait half an hour to get into a restaurant or look for parking for half an hour or pay 50 bucks for it. Um, Our commute to work is 15 minutes versus one hour and a half, which is what it was in London. And then we spent some time in San Francisco as well. And it's just everything is just so much better. And people are friendlier. So that's Pravina Pinduria talking about what makes St. Louis a better place to live. We have been giving it a hard time for the high school question and talking about how insular it can be. Sam Rudolph, what are some of the things now that you're settled in here that you find yourself loving about St. Louis? So I, I think the the comment that we heard earlier just about having a family, St. Louis is a wonderful place to have a family. And, and I think that when my son, who's now four, was old enough to start preschool, that was tremendously helpful in terms of finding a new social circle as well. You make so many friends through your kids. That's right. Mm-hmm. Jessica, was that the case for you yeah, as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, in our neighborhood, we live in New City. Um, our street's wonderful. We've met a lot of great friends there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's funny how I think that I feel like my son is making friends with people that I really enjoy too. So that I don't know how that happens, but it seems to happen very well. He's got a good radar. Uh, yeah, people. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> now, St. Louis, I know that um, part of the focus of your group is on these startups mm-hmm. um, and the founders of them. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. Statistically, St. Louis has been unusually successful in incubating female-fronted startups. Looking at businesses that notched at least $1,000 in revenue and were formed in the last two years, a recent study determined that 45.2% of St. Louis area startups have a woman on top. That's uh, 2,726 companies, and they're bringing in $150 million to $500 million dollars in revenue. Um, Sam Rudolph, as somebody who's a, a female leader yourself, why do you think St. Louis women in particular are doing so well? So I think there's a variety of things. I certainly encountered encountered more sexism on the East Coast than I did in the Midwest, which really? I would not have expected. Let me let me put that out there. Yeah. I, um, few people would be more surprised about that than, I, than I've been. Um, I think it's a combination of that people are very welcoming. So you, you hear a lot about how it's sometimes hard to make friends and can be insular. I've not found that in the business side of things. Anyone I want to meet with, for the most part, is willing to meet with me. After you meet with them, they'll, they'll connect you within their network. So I found networking locally to be very easy. And you know, there's a lot of studies that show that women are better networkers than mm. men. So I, I think that's probably a large part of it. I also think that St. Louis has done, you know, to its credit, a really good job of recognizing some of the flaws and trying to course correct. And, and I think with that comes really taking a hard look at diversity, um, both in terms of gender and in terms of background, in terms of, uh, uh, excuse me, of ethnicity. And I think that, that that also really shines through. Jessica Ciccone, in terms of your group, is it more women, more men? Uh, we might be like a 50-50 split, honestly. It's myself and um, the the president, if you will, is um, Dave Inkling, who's over at um, Ander. So it's a, yeah, yes. So it's a male-female ratio there. And then I think we are pretty much 50-50. So that fits it right in with that study saying, Mm -hmm. where it's saying half of the founders are female. Mm -hmm. I wonder if maybe also some of the things that make St. Louis easier in terms of having less traffic, being more affordable, women can find ways to balance their life here that are harder in, say, than, say, New York City Mm -hmm. or on the East Coast. Childcare is certainly more affordable. You know, if that's a factor, that's right there and and really clear. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. Um, We heard from a couple of listeners on Twitter um, and one through email that had some ideas of how to get networked in. Ed um, wrote to us from email, I moved to the St. Louis region from Memphis in the year 2000. When I began volunteering with the United Way in 2003, my involvement as a volunteer helped me connect and develop professional and personal relationships that I still have now. Ryan on Twitter writes, I'm a transplant originally from Sacramento. What really helped me integrate into the Bevo neighborhood was getting involved in the local neighborhood association. I felt warmly welcomed and like I was making a difference in my new city. Jessica Sacconi, is that, I know you guys have sort of pushed that aspect mm-hmm. of, of volunteering. Mm-hmm. Um, is that just a good way to get involved in general? Or is yeah. it also that, hey, these startup founders, they need to give back? Uh, yeah, no, the, the first part. <laughs> um, I mean, it's actually how you know this kind of group that was started, essentially, I mean, I came to St. Louis and I wanted to, to get involved in a, in a um, kind of by serving back and I got involved with Arch Grants and then this kind of dovetailed off of that. So, I do think that that not only will you get connected by, you know, that feeling of giving back, but also, yes, that you will make connections with people on the board or, or, or other people there that can help you and, and give you a place to kind of meet people outside of your, you know, realm of, of uh, normal. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of ways you can give back. Um, so for me, when I had my hand out a lot as a founder, I was able to balance the scales by volunteering as a mentor for a local accelerator. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a sports-based accelerator, which is what my background was in. So it was really nice to be able to say, I have this network, I have these connections, I have this experience, let me help you. And through that, I've made a lot of really valuable connections. Um, that's just kind of a different thing that you might not think of when you think about volunteering or giving back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a and that's really good that it all sort of works together. Mm-hmm. Um, we're out of time today. I want to apologize to our callers. Um, we've got a number of people hanging on the phone lines hoping oh. to talk to you guys. But Jessica Sacconi, for people yeah. who would like to get involved with sure. the St. Louis Startup Ambassadors, how can they find more information um, on that? Uh, on Facebook, we have a group. We also have um, a website, stlstartup.org. Um, I think there's links on your website. So that's Jessica mm-hmm. Sacconi, mm-hmm. who's the founder of the St. Louis Startup Ambassadors. Um, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. And Samantha Rudolph, the founder of Babyation, um, which is a new breast pump developer. Yes. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU. Mm-hmm.